Greetings, everyone. You are now in tune with a podcast of elegance and class. Well, somewhat. Um, so I wanted to do something thing very different. Uh, much like the horror movie podcast that I did with my friend um, Don and Mark, I wanted to bring back something that I love talking about in general. So this time, um, if you got to go big, you got to go hard, right? Like, go hard, go big, whatever. So <laughs> I decided to bring in a group of my friends and we're going to discuss, and this is going to be a three-parter, so this is part one of three of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We're going to discuss all 22 or 23 movies. Um, and in maybe not grave detail, but definitely we're going to point out some things. Uh, I have a bunch of fun experts here, and you're going to love it. A lot of shit is going to be said, some hot takes. It's going to be great. Uh, so I'm going to start out by introducing each friend. Uh, first things first, we have um, the lovely... The talented, the beautiful Luke Amundsen. Thank, thank you. Just a pleasure to be here. <laughs> Luke is very talented as a motherfucker. I've worked with him on podcasts before. Um, next, we have a man, Russ Coffee. Russ, pleasure to be here. Thank you, thank you. Russ has been like dying to do one of these damn podcasts for the longest, <laughs> and it's been hilarious. I feel like when I um, when I talked to Russ, it was like remember the movie Old School, where he was like, "I need this shit," you know, <laughs> and so. <laughs> I feel like Russ is, <laughs> Russ is, is about this life. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> next up, we have my man, uh, Andre. Hi. Hi, Andre. <laughs> Andre. Andre is cool. Andre is, a, um, is an interesting character. He's a black geek. And um, <laughs> I met him, true story, I met him while playing D&D mm -hmm. over reciting Juicy J lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, everybody. We're playing D each exactly. D&D game. Yeah. Exactly. We were playing D&D &D and reciting Juicy J. Uh, Martin Luther King is totally confused right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it's still the dream. I it's still the dream. It's still the dream. It's still the dream. With a zombie named Bootsy Collins. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, last but not least, um, wonderfully talented friend, also fellow geek, also fellow podcaster, actually, Miss Tanya. About time. I'm, I've had wow. that same issue. I've been trying to get you to get me on the show ever. <laughs> <laughs> and... <laughs> I guess now I sound ungrateful. I sound <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you for having me. I'll stop right there. <laughs> all right. All right. You know, I don't feel judged at all. <laughs> um, so, so we are here, guys. We're going to get started with it. There's like, it's it's such a big, like, Marvel is such a big powerhouse in um, Hollywood nowadays. And I remember back in the days when hot, when comic book movies were virtually laughed at. You know, you did Tracy's, mm -hmm. your Superman, things like that. None of them were taken seriously. Batman Forever with the nipple suit. Yeah, nipple suit. You know, mm -hmm. all those DC classics. <laughs> and so... How soon we forget Christopher Reeve? That's the foot we're gonna start off? Uh -huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. Really yeah. I mean, hey, he was... Christopher Reeve was that dude. Like, <laughs> um... But yeah, some of those joints... We're not gonna get into that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to say we're gonna get off the rails on this one. Right. Um, but yo, we're we're gonna start off with um, Marvel came up with a great idea with this story plot, and I didn't know what we went in for mm -hmm. when we mm -hmm. started. If everybody like before we get to the first movie, mm -hmm. what was it um, as far as what are your overall um, opinions? Mm -hmm. Like, just what is your overall take on the Marvel Cinematic Universe and how they did it in general? Um, one by one, Luke, go first. Uh, the thing that I find remarkable about it is they've managed to treat these stories like they're serious and and 
truly give them weight and consideration, but they've never been afraid to have fun with them. Mm -hmm. I mean, for context, before the first MCU movie hit, the, mo the last comic book movie that came out was The Dark Knight. Mm -hmm. And don't get me wrong, that's a fucking classic. I will mm -hmm. never say a bad word about it. Mm -hmm. But that was like a murderer's row of actors <laughs> taking this as seriously and like real world and heavy hitting as fucking possible. And it'll never be done better than that mm -hmm. in that capacity. And Marvel never attempted to do anything like that. Mm -hmm. right. They just said, these are fucking characters that we wrote for children. <laughs> let's let's be real about this. <laughs> let's have fun. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing that I think they've managed to do a phenomenal job of from start to finish and, and moving forward that I think there's a lot of room for them to uh, get even weirder now that they're unencumbered by all the Infinity Stone stuff, as much as that was amazing. Mm. Mm -hmm. mm. Really good take on what that. What about you, um, uh, Angus? Man, um, I, 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 mean, I remember... You know, before this all started, I mean, you know, uh, growing up with like it, the um, the Raimi like uh, Spider-Mans and like the the X-Men uh, stuff um, and a few other, you know, stuff sprinkled throughout the 90s and the 2000s. I mean, I mean, overall, this Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe has been one of the most interesting experiments I've ever seen, like in film and Honestly, like it's turned into one of the, the most compelling, like, like, like a uh, collage of characters like coming together. I can't, of course, think of anything like it, but like it turned into su such compelling, like filmmaking to me. The idea of having fun with these characters and paying homage to the comics, not necessarily needing to feel like they need to stick to them. And making strong choices that I mean uh, have affected popular culture, like it's it's been a to me like a a, a huge pleasure to watch it, even on the not so great notes. But mm -hmm. yeah, all right, all right, that's good. Um, Tanya, what about you? I always somehow mentally bring it back to the Wu Tang formula, where like the <laughs> the individual, like the sum is greater than the individual yep. parts, but mm -hmm. still, like you still have your favorites. Like there's some people who just really into Jizza, some people really into Method Man, mm -hmm. and I, I feel like I have my my picks and chooses for favorites. But the way they did it, they made it so you I there was no way I was gonna go into Infinity War not having seen every single movie that led up to mm -hmm. it even mm -hmm. though I had no interest in Captain Marvel I had no interest in Ant-Man it was still like I need to know what pieces lead up to this next movie so it's like they built it as such that you have to see all of them like you have <laughs> to take all my money yeah. <laughs> and I remember go, I remember seeing the first Iron Man um the night it came out when there was just there's this buzz that they're going to put this whole thing together where they're going to do an Avengers movie and it's going to be mm -hmm. this whole thing. And oh, don't leave at the end because there's some stuff at the end of the credits. Oh, and do you remember like, that. yes, oh. like, do you remember leaving during credits? Like I even <laughs> for, for freaking dramas now, I stay at the end because there might be something else. <laughs> right. So it's, it's such a cliche, but it changed the way we watch movies. It changed the way we watch sequels. It changed mm -hmm. the way we, get, we even get excited about stuff like this. So mm -hmm. it's just these things that you'll never be able to undo just because I, I don't I don't know what genius had this idea, but. Somebody should be writing textbook. Him and Sarah Finn Hot Love. What was her name? The chick who did the casting. They should be in. Oh film. yeah. Mm -hmm. yes. I've never taken a film class, but they should be in film history books. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yes. What they've done. I agree. I agree. That's a really good. That's a really that good point. A good way to put Russ. it. Yeah. Well, yes. I, I think it, for me, uh, growing up and reading strictly just Punisher comics, like this opened my eyes because, like, reading Punisher and then going into watching this really, really terrible movie uh, rendition with Dolph Lundgren, I was like, 
I don't want to read comics anymore. And I was just <laughs> depressed. I was like, this isn't The Punisher, and this isn't Frank Castle. And then, you know, Marvel came out, started doing X-Men. And I was like, okay, okay, you know, just I'll tiptoe around it. And then I'm like, Iron Man, I'm like, oh, here we go again. <laughs> and and immediately I was, uh, you know, I, I got on the defensive because uh, knowing Robert Downey Jr.'s past and here's a reckless actor and blah, 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 and just... And not even wanting to give him an opportunity. And then you look at him and just the previews, just watching the previews for Iron Man, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yep. He's going to blow some shit up and I'm going to be really happy. And it's not done by Michael Bay. I'm in. Mm. And going into that, I'm like, okay, I'm in. I'm in. I'm, I'm, I'm in this ride. Let's do this. And I'm like, okay, here we go. And, it was such a relief from seeing the first Iron Man and from not to say it was a disappointment, but it was a, it was such an, a relief from seeing, uh, seeing that compared to like the first Hulk, not the incredible Hulk, but the first. Oh, the, the angry Hulk. Hulk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, I loved it because it tried to do so much, but at the same point I was like, uh, that angry Hulk was trash. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. I really want to like delete that shit. From my memory, <laughs> but but <laughs> the the one thing I really grasped out of that is that Robert Downey Jr. took Tony Stark to a whole mm-hmm. new game. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we about he, to get on that. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, he. Yeah, I'm he, surprised to hear that somebody wasn't on board with him from the beginning because as soon as my friend explained who Iron Man was, I was like, you couldn't have picked a better person. <laughs> I, I, He's yeah. already a snarky alcoholic. <laughs> All right, <laughs> well, and you, you know what? It was it was it was the preview of of just him, just like here's me not giving two fucks and i'm like this and shooting missiles yes and 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 just i'm like okay all right and then just seeing the cast that was around him i'm like and wait a minute favreau directed this like yes, that's i'm about to say let's um i'm about to, not to cut you i'm about to say let's get started let's get started yeah, jump right all right guys you know the thing that started started it all was iron man mm-hmm. and iron man of course Came out May second, two thousand and eight, which is crazy. May second, two thousand eight. Um, di- directed by John Favreau, um, starred of course Robert Downey Jr. and you had um, um, Terrence uh, Terrence Howard, um, Gwyneth Paltrow. You know what I'm saying? So Lebowski. exactly. Oh, yeah. Yes. So rest, rest in power, Terrence. Y- mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> rest in power, man. You know. Um, <laughs> So you had you had all those things, all those those key elements, um, and let's let's get into Iron Man One. Okay. First things first, what are your overall like? What is your overall opinion on that movie? Looking back on it, looking at the details, things like that. What was your overall opinions? Go. My Marvel top five. He will never be moved, and this is as a black person who saw Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Yes, oh. I know. I know what that yep. means. Yes. Mm-hmm. I know how that sounds. Mm-hmm. But whenever I do my Marvel top five, Iron Man has to be number one. Do you know why? Because when Sam, so first of all, when he did the end part, I am Iron Man. Mm-hmm. I something is dead in my brain because it fucking exploded. <laughs> and then when Samuel Jackson walked out, I've never no human man has ever made me have a full body orgasm as strong as I did <laughs> when Samuel Jackson walked out from the darkness and said, "I'm here to talk about the Avengers Initiative." Mm-hmm. I've never felt that way right. since then. Mind mm-hmm. fucking blown. Mind Absolutely. blown. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Man, uh, I gotta say, it was the the 
lead up to Iron Man was is so fascinating learning about it in retrospect and in hindsight, because we had like you're talking about a company that up to this point, like Marvel was not doing so great. Um, and um, they come off the bankruptcy bankruptcy in like the 90s stuff uh, after the comics kind of crashed um, or the bubble exploded. And they basically went to the bank and were like, yo, give us this $500 million loan for this movie we're trying to make with our C-list character. Because <laughs> they, like, they no, sold off all their yeah, A-listers. They sold off every Spider-Man, uh, uh, Daredevil, uh, Hulk, everything, X-Men. Oh, come on. I, how could I forget about X-Men? X-Men and Spider-Man should have been a death <laughs> sentence. Like, yep. you know, but somehow they... They were like, yo, if we lose this bet, basically, because we bet in our, our properties, but if we lose it, you get the rest. Um, and Iron Man turned like Iron Man was turned out. And I remember I came to the Iron Man late because I was kind of jaded off a lot of the comic book films mm-hmm. uh, when, you know, I was a young angsty teenager <laughs> uh, in my late teens. And I was just like, man, Iron Man, I don't know, like. I, I used to love the animated series when I was a kid, but, like, I, I don't know if it's, you know, he's a character that comes to my mind. That I'm just, like, I just hop off my seat and, like, grab a ticket, you know? Anybody else immediately flash to the uh, animated Iron Man theme song? I yeah. Iron Man! <laughs> <laughs> With the iron mullet. Oh, yeah, yeah, the serious <laughs> fucking mullet. Oh. Like, you see that, and you're just mm-hmm. mullet struck immediately. <laughs> Bullet struck. <laughs> well, it's it's mm-hmm. one of those things where it, it you you it either grabbed at you and just took your every like I mean you and I both wrote it uh, like I wrote it down like seeing Iron Man and then watching Tony Stark say mm-hmm. I am Iron Man um, yeah and, and just, he should have dropped a mic right there <laughs> <laughs> and, and, that's but what it, it kind of did <laughs> but, yeah, yeah but with yeah. Iron Man I honestly think uh, like you said top it, it it's I mean, I have to put Iron Man in my top five as well. Mm. And mm-hmm. that literally set the footprint and foundation of mm. the MCU going forward mm. and taking everything of phase one of what they were going to do. Like, here's here's where they're going right down the chart of, of having that. Who's going to direct it? I don't know, but... Yeah. I gotta, can't wait. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. Iron Man just came out there and just, just put all kinds of just hot sauce on everything. <laughs> I thought that. Yeah. I remember... And, mm-hmm. And and yeah. I'm like, how are you gonna top that? It's like you made a promise to this audience, and you yeah. need to fucking fulfill it. And now, what do I do with the rest of my life while I wait? Like that's exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. I remember, there was no greater casting as a fan of Robert Downey Jr. pre mm-hmm. Iron Man. I felt like there was no greater casting as a person who reads the comics because mm-hmm. he's essentially guys. This this saved Robert Downey Jr. because Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. was like the white yeah. people's Bobby Brown. <laughs> <laughs> like. There were so many yeah. random jokes. <laughs> they were like, oh, yeah, I mean... Oh, shit, so Bobby Brown just needs his own blade? Yeah, he just <laughs> needs... <laughs> Bobby Brown needs his own blade. Like, mm-hmm. that's what he needs. But it's pretty much like people would cry jokes in movies. Like, oh, man, it smells like Robert Downey Jr.'s bathroom. <laughs> and, you know? Damn. It's like, <laughs> you know? So, mm-hmm. like, it would be all these things. And he was, like, somewhat of a laughing stock for a little bit. You mm-hmm. know, he'd start in Ally McBeal, Ally McBeal or whatnot. And mm-hmm. he did his own little things, but... 
it wasn't really as popping. Yeah, more no. mug shots that were popular. Yeah, yeah. he had more mug shots. <laughs> exactly. You see that new Robert Downey Jr. joint? <laughs> like it was a mixtape. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it was just a little, you know, it was like, it was going down like a, a path in mm-hmm. a sense. And I'm so glad that they decided to, um, it was no, I, I feel like there's nobody else who could play Iron Man. Nope. Yeah. And um, I, I thought it was great. Let's talk about the actual movie, guys. Yeah. What did y'all think about, um, Obadiah Stane, starring Luke's favorite guy, man. Jeff Bridges. My man. Uh, <laughs> once, once again, just this is one of the things that showed how fucking plugged in Marvel was when they were doing all this. Mm-hmm. Who are we going to cast as the evil, like, ultimate capitalist, uh, war criminal dickhead? Let's get Jeffrey Lebowski. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll make him bald and give him a fucking douchey-ass goatee. It's going to be great. Uh, and so much of that character is absolutely iconic. Mm-hmm. You, you know, the Tony Stark built this in a, with, in a cave with scraps. With scraps. <laughs> in a box I mean, of scraps. I, I mean, so much of what <laughs> otherwise would have been a completely throwaway character. I mean, mm-hmm. there's there's no personality on paper there, mm-hmm. but he just brought so much to it. And one of the other things that this movie really cemented for me was that they were going to pick and choose from the very best parts of the comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the design of that first Iron Man suit in the film mm. is still just so fucking clean. It's mm-hmm. beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, then the Sam Jackson reveal, uh, the fact that they cast Sam Jackson as it, that was actually a conversation uh, in the comics. Mm. Uh, in the Ultimates, they were all—all mm-hmm. all the Avengers were sitting around discussing who would play them in a movie. <laughs> and Nick Fury was like, well, "Sam Jackson, of course." <laughs> and, and I mean, the fact that they paid through on things like that mm-hmm. just made you know that these are people who deeply care about this, as composed to, uh, as compared to, let's throw together another Fantastic Four movie so we don't lose oh, the rights. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I mean, all of the dialogue was just impeccable. Uh, it's instantly quotable. Uh, mm-hmm. Everything that oh came out gosh. of fucking Robert Downey Jr.'s that, mouth that <laughs> gold. is gold. so freaking quotable. I just, oh man. How many do you remember me? Sure don't. <laughs> <laughs> just, I just want to like, can we like talk for a moment about <laughs> how fucking hilarious that movie is? Like as a standalone, like. The comedy of that movie, just the pure characters playing off each other, Robert Downey Jr., Terrence Howard, Gwyneth Paltrow playing off each other, and John Favreau, and like all like it was like like comic book movies had tried comedy, and um you might get a, a slight chuckle every once in a while. But I mean, like Robert Downey Jr.'s lines were just like sit like sizzled and popped like like oh my gosh everything even like oh yeah, yeah. it was That's, timing timing yeah timing. and i think that was the part that was geared towards adults like mm-hmm. even though it oh, wasn't yeah. as dark as dark night mm-hmm. like a, a scene where Gwyneth Paltrow was kicking out a woman he had a one night stand with a call mm-hmm. and a trash to her face that's a very adult <laughs> yep. joke. yeah that yep. was not for kids the first thing i want no it's not what you think <laughs> i want an american cheeseburger <laughs> Like uh, all of that throwaway exactly. stuff, and, mm-hmm. and 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 none of it was forced. No. None of it was wasted. Mm-hmm. It was always informing you about these characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pepper throwing that check out was 
was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. This movie made Gwyneth Paltrow fucking likable. Yeah. I mean, yes. I could stand her. Oh my what God. Kind of how? Dark yeah. Hollywood magics oh. had to be summoned. She was, she was the worst. She's not great now, but no. I still, I watch that movie <laughs> and I forget. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Their well, little flirty scene with the uh, dirty martinis. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna need at least at least three olives. <laughs> you know, like I'm in a dress with no uh-huh. deodorant on. Yeah. 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 Mm. Uh, to say nothing of, Favreau is a low key MVP. Mm-hmm. Uh, not just for directing this, but Happy is such a wonderful oh, fucking yes. support character. Yes. yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean. He's always been great in mm-hmm. everything he's done. He's mm-hmm. even he's almost more important now than he was at that point. Oh, absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm. And the, the beautiful way he he put himself in, uh, he put himself in, you know the the role without, you know, you know, it's easy to scoff at like kind of um, uh, directors you know, putting themselves, yeah, themselves in, in their the movie shit. and yeah. everything exactly. But oh, like Sean he did it. Does that shit? Oh my yeah. god. Tarantino is the worst. Jerk off motion. Yeah, oh my gosh. But Favreau did it. It is me with an Australian accent. (laughs) The people want to see that. (laughs) And I I guess mm -hmm. that's the the hardest part is like, uh, like seeing like a seen Iron Man and be like, man, that was really great. And then you see directed by John Favreau. I'm like, Mm -hmm. wait, this is the same cat from Swingers? (laughs) I'm like, nah, nah, nah. But I, I think in watching that, even though we're all aware that um, they were on the brink of bankruptcy and they took their C-list as- actors, you can see this movie and see that whoever did this loved Iron Man. Mm-hmm. They're not just yes. putting yes. shit on the screen yes. Yes. as like a cash grab. You can tell they care about this. You can tell the fact that they put the old suit in there mm-hmm. as an homage. It wasn't mm-hmm. just like a throwaway, oh, the, here's fan service. We're going to incorporate this into the movie in a way that makes sense. And then he's going to move on to the high tech shit and it's going to get real. Mm-hmm. Like you, yes. It was just something about it just seemed like it took it was so much care. And then the Ghostface Killer reference. Yes! <laughs> yes! yes! With yes! Ghostface Killer featuring. As a, I howled when I saw that. Because, oh like, God. for a lot of, like, black hip-hop heads, yep. how we first heard of Iron Man was... was from was Ghost, 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 Yeah, the, 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 the Yeah, all the old Tony Starks clips. Mm-hmm. Like, and things like that. Like, I was like, it, honestly, it got me into reading Iron Man. Uh-huh. I would listen, I'm like, he's really loving this Tony Starks character. Why? You know? <laughs> I didn't even catch it on my first viewing. I'm walking yeah. out of the theater and I said, you know what? That movie would have been perfect if it had a Ghostface Killer reference. And somebody said, oh, he was playing in the background when mm-hmm. they were on the plane. Yeah. Right. Perfect yeah. movie. Exactly. Yeah. Perfect fucking movie. He was movie. playing in the background and you saw Ghostface. Because mm-hmm. he dabs, oh, he, what? He, yeah, he, no, dabs, he was, he was, he was oh. in the movie. Oh. He's what? in the movie. Go back and watch it. He's in the movie. Where? Um, He's standing next to, um, like, all right, so Tony starts is getting off the plane. Mm-hmm. And he's like dapping off random celebrities and he dabs off Ghostface. Oh, and so, yeah. And he's like, Ghostface Killer. He's like, 11 you. years later, yes. he's still learning. I told, shit. You. Learning I told shit. you. It's the shit. Oh my God. I was like, Last that was dope. Obsession. That was dope. I mean, damn. The more you know. Mm-hmm. That's right. Learning, motherfuckers. All right. <laughs> All right. So. Listen, we're gonna we're gonna actually step away from this movie. Okay, movie, man. I and don't we're want gonna to let it go. No, yes. no, it's a great movie, man. It's yeah. coming up, and mm-hmm. we're gonna. Yeah. Uh, it wouldn't okay. be until um, later on. <laughs> yep, we know. It's, um, the next month, really, <laughs> on June thirteenth, mm-hmm. um, would be the next installment, which is Incredible Hulk. Oh, um, at that time, <laughs> it wasn't. At that time, mm-hmm. it starred. Ed Norton. Um, Ed Norton. Mm-hmm. Um, Hollywood's asshole. <laughs> Thank you. you know? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, he's an asshole. Fuck um, that guy. It started Ed Norton. It had Tim Roth in it. Mm-hmm. Um, Liv Tyler. 
It was a. I'm not gonna. I, how did this a, movie not succeed? Yeah, I thought it did. Succeed? Yeah, it did. It and did. it was like, yo, hold my beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had William Hurt, mm-hmm. Tim Blake, Ty Burrell, and uh, I. What were your thoughts on this movie? Watching it, looking back on it. Well, compared to the Banna version that happened in 2003, uh, I thought it was a much okay. We're we're going in a direction that that comic viewers can actually enjoy. Mm-hmm. And storyline, it was like, okay, here's the twist. Here's we're gonna adjust all this, so it's not gonna be this choppy. Trying to watch it from a comic reader's perspective, mm-hmm. and I, I really liked what what they did with uh, trying to keep the relations together with the with the characters. Uh, but what where where I got lost was okay, too much CGI. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. keep it simple, keep it short to the point. Um, and I just felt like they were trying to do too much in that movie all at the same time. Kind of, kind of just like just slamming you with with more, inf- almost like a, a dialogue dump mm. altogether in one. But that was just just my side of, of, of the perspective. But I, I, the one thing that really caught me was a lot of the stuff like Hulk's like classic moves, yeah. like fighting moves, mm-hmm. like his shockwave, mm-hmm. and you know. Throwing up the dirt uh, from the ground mm-hmm. when he starts fighting people, I'm like, oh, and just tearing apart shit left and right. I'm like, <gasps> we never got to see some of those moves again. Actually, no, like, no, yeah. that was like the. Mm-hmm. So my my two biggest things with this, uh, one, I think this was one of the times when Marvel fucked up in terms of they were trying to do, and I know this is a lot of Ed Norton's uh, push on it, mm-hmm. but they were trying to do some of the really somber, serious aspects of it. You know, mm-hmm. the whole him meditating and uh, not being able to have sex because he's, he's got his heart rate monitor and, and all of that stuff. They were treating it so, just so fucking precious-like. Mm-hmm. And that, I think, is one of the things that really held the movie back. On the flip side, some of the stuff I loved is when they just stopped doing that and had fun with it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The, you wouldn't like me when I'm hungry. Uh, line because he can't speak Spanish or Portuguese. I guess he was in Brazil. <laughs> right. Um, at the end, General Ross in the bar in the bar ordering Incredible yeah. Hulks. Oh, yeah. And ordering one by every time he slams one, reload. <laughs> like when they had fun with it, it really worked. Yeah. And when they didn't, it it just dragged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I I think that they did a. They scaled back Hulk in terms of his power level mm-hmm. compared to some of the other movies. I mean, he did all the classic moves and all that stuff, but he just didn't feel like that same unstoppable force that you get, you know, shown up in Avengers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you're shooting bullets yeah. at me? Like, yeah. yeah. Like... <laughs> um, little known fact, David Duchovny was the original choice. Yeah. Was oh. one of the original choices, yeah. Huh. Yeah. It would have been interesting. Yeah. It could have been interesting. I, I still, how... you know, I still fuck with Ruffalo. Yeah, Hulk with a yeah. sex addiction. Yeah, that could have been fun. <laughs> oh, <God>. Absolutely, <laughs> the just, world definitely just needs killing broads. Incredible in Hulk just, red yeah. shoe diaries. Yes. Oh. So I think yeah. I've only seen Incredible Hulk may- maybe the one time in the theater, possibly twice. I yeah. thought it was fine. Um, I, I the, my my biggest takeaway from that is finding out about the cast change and thinking like, mm. wow, they really mm. don't fuck around. <laughs> Yeah. Um, at the time, like you didn't know what was going to happen. I'd only had experience with Mark Ruffalo in indie. I love indie films, but any indie film he was in, he was always this really slimy, skeevy, like cheating guy. Like he was, mm. he was never like he never had a strong personality. He was always this like really weasley person. I was like, mm-hmm. how is he going to be the Hulk? 
And so um, recently I saw they talked to Lou Ferrigno about it. And he said that um, he didn't care for the direction that they took the Hulk in. because, And he preferred Ed Norton's mm -hmm. because Ed Norton still had that intensity I think you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Where he's, he's always trying to hold it together. Mm -hmm. And I think in, in taking out Hulk's like reducing his power so that he doesn't just get continually angry and more powerful. Mm -hmm. And making uh, Mark Ruffalo almost neutered. I think mm -hmm. they did kind of like... I don't think they wanted him to be OP for one thing. Yeah. Um, I think they wanted that for Thor, which is fine. Mm -hmm. But it does take that kind of... Where's his threat? Mm. Yeah. So that mm -hmm. by the time he got mm -hmm. to... Well, I know this is way down the end. But by the time he got to Thanos, like even... It happened the first five minutes, so you know he wasn't going to beat Thanos anyway. But I never considered him to be that formidable. Yeah. Because they had neutered him so well. That. Mm. Which mm. was fine because they needed it for the script. But it was obvious that... I think that was a choice. All right, so moving moving to the villain villain portion, what did y'all think of the the villain? I thought, um, actually, so he was played by that one dude. Oh man, Tim Roth. Tim Roth. Yeah, Rob. who is a, a, a I I think he's a fun actor, and yeah. that kind of what was Luke was saying goes into kind of like the fun aspect of the movie, like. It was kind of interesting seeing the opposite perspective of, like, a villain mid-movie discovering his powers and, like, having mm. fun with that, you know, a little bit. Yeah, um, I mean, he was a great abomination. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, and you saw him, like, I mean, it was just, like, an interesting concept because I felt like this was still when Marvel was, of course, in their infancy with the movies and still playing with the idea of possibly going more grounded further in the direction. Yeah. Uh, with like even going into the Avengers stuff with learning that basically what he took was the um, uh, an offshoot of the uh, super soldier serum, uh, which was, I mean, now when you think about it, huge because we hadn't even seen Captain America yet. Yeah. Yep. So like hearing that was <laughs> like, oh, yeah. yeah. So it was like, oh, shit. Like what? Like, um, yeah, I thought I thought he was uh, pretty fun as a villain and probably um um, probably like one of the the, uh, like like you know, it, it wasn't like a terribly remarkable movie to me. Maybe that's just my opinion, but like, yeah, that I, was one of the fun aspects. I think Tim Roth is one of the scariest villains villains out there. Mm -hmm. like, ever, like flashback to Rob Roy, mm -hmm. him fighting uh, Liam Neeson. Mm -hmm. Like, I am never pissing Tim Roth off <laughs> if I ever meet this man. Mm -hmm. And then seeing him just have this. His, his uh, I think his character is Blosky or something like that from mm -hmm. uh, from Incredible Hulk, where he's just he just has this like, I am not losing to some foreign alien mm -hmm. guy that's just gonna tear apart. And it's like I'm gonna I'm gonna keep coming at you. I don't care what you have to pump me with, and just that drive, just that like pure like you know yin yin to the yang mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. of just like no i'm gonna fight and if that doesn't work you're gonna pump me full of some you know, <laughs> put the super serum do do it all mm -hmm. and like just just that animosity i'm like yeah tim yeah i i you couldn't find somebody meaner in that streak of just of of wanting to like man why are you it's ed norton you could win this fight mm -hmm. just fighting straight <laughs> up <laughs> but <laughs> But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, you you don't want to piss off Hulk. Like this, this is gonna add, end bad. And you know, it, going into that um, uh, the the college campus fight where mm -hmm. they've got uh, Tim Roth, just you know, he's got this new agility. He just mm -hmm. starts running, 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 and then just comes up to the Hulk, and the Hulk literally has like a shield of like half of a tank wrapped <laughs> around his arms, and literally just knocks him back, and you just see the body of Tim Roth just smack this tree, mm -hmm. and just like 
Well, good effort. <laughs> <laughs> tried, but yeah, and then you just yeah. see him just want to get up again and just like go after it. I'm like, mm-hmm. this isn't going to end well on mm-hmm. any page. But I'm like, all right, Tim Roth, I'll let this go. I have a question. Can I ask a question? Yeah. At what point did you all get sick of the mirror match villain? Where it's like, Ooh. I'm just Ooh. another side of the... Well, that and that was really that was question. my issue with it. I thought that, like, it was like man-bat versus <laughs> bat <Batman. laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. You know? And I was like, eh. It gets, it gets boring. I think... I didn't think that while watching it. It's just something that I thought about in retrospect. Like, why yeah. don't I ever go so back to this now. movie? Mm-hmm. Um, I also thought that some, like... Love interests are kind of stupid in certain ways. Like yeah. you don't really need a love interest for every fucking movie. Um, but also on the plus side, because of Ang Lee's uh Ang Lee's version, like it was um the whole Jesus. He died so we can appreciate this movie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like okay. mm-hmm. that yeah. shit was so terrible. Like I fell as- I've never fallen asleep on a Hulk film, except oh. for Ang Lee's. And so this one was at least a little fun. Mm-hmm. In retrospect, no, I don't think it it holds the same weight. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, you know, it's not a movie we can go back to. Oh, but except fully enjoy one thing: the Tony Stark reveal. I think that was this movie, right? That was this was the first one where Tony where Stark we had walks crossover, in yeah. and he oh, walks yeah, in and yeah. sits next to or stands next to Thunderbolt Ross, and that was like a huge moment yeah. because it was like. Holy shit, they really are doing this. Like they know, you know each other. Yeah. Like this is a world. This is a universe where these people like coexist and they're really going to feed off that. Mm. And now that seems I mean, oh my gosh. I mean, that's so it's hard to even go back to the mindset before, like, you know, not We're imagining so these characters playing. Yeah. yeah. But that little bit of of interplay between a side character and Hulk story. And a main character in a story we just saw and loved, that was a hype ass moment. Like, <laughs> well, and it, and it, it's funny because you you look at like uh if you if you go to like IMDb or anything like that, uh, mm-hmm. we'll type in the Incredible Hulk. You see Ed Norton, but if you go to the photos, mm-hmm. one of the first photos you see, and it's duplicated throughout the plethora of photos that they have for Incredible Hulk. Mm-hmm. It's Tony walking in, sitting down at the bar, and it's one of the very last scenes of the movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm like. Mm-hmm. Man, you guys just really, really hate Ed Norton. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're not even gonna. Yes. Give, it's like, nope, nope. And then they're like, oh, there's Ed Norton. Mm-hmm. He's down here at the bottom. But it, <laughs> but it, but it, it just goes to to show where where how Marvel wanted to just we're gonna sync this together. We're mm-hmm. gonna make this gel. We're gonna mm-hmm. make this work. It may not work with all these actors, but we're gonna make it work. Mm-hmm. But I think that's what made it such a big deal because people were happy with the Hulk and the fact that like they're booting people like midstream. <laughs> Do they did they not see how much people like the Hulk and they're getting rid of their main actor? I think because I think had the movie not been good, mm-hmm. people wouldn't have cared that they were getting rid of Ed Norton. People didn't know what to make of uh, Mark Ruffalo because mm-hmm. the movie was so good. In my opinion, I mean, I. Wow. Uh, mm-hmm. All right, guys. All right, so that's the. End of the Incredible Hulk. We're going to move on to the next movie. Um, you know, we just saw Iron Man Incredible Hulk. Let's see, you know, we are back at it with Iron Man 2. Ah. Um, John Favreau returns. Yep. This time, you know, the states are higher. Um, speaking of cash changes, we have another cash change. Um, <laughs> Terrence Howard then fucked up, man. And so now he's been replaced by a darker Don o- Cheeto. Older. Older. Way older. Don Cheeto. Don Cheeto aged like wine, though. Like, he doesn't really... Don, Bob, 
<laughs> by Hollywood standards. Don't no, he's no Paul so Rudd. But he's still are you, are you drinking Welch's grape? Huh? Are you drinking Welch's grape? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm taking up for the dark skin brother. Anyway. So I'm sorry. This movie stars, of course, Gwyneth Paltrow um returning, Robert Downey Jr., of course, is the role, um, main role. Um, you have Samuel Jackson, man, mm-hmm. playing more of a part. Um, Sam Rockwell. Yep. Oh, Scarlett Johansson premiering as Black Widow. Scarlett Joe. And also Mickey Rourke as the villain. Oh, Whiplash. Um, Whiplash. I just always want to wipe Mickey Rourke's Guys, like, lip. It's just always seen. It's like sheeny like and covered stinks. with saliva. Yeah, it's terrible. Like Guys, terrible. let's let's talk about initial reactions after you've seen this movie. Mm. Mm-hmm. Colossal disappointment. <laughs> I was so disappointed. Like, in my soul, I was disappointed. This is one where I feel like they made the similar mistakes on this to Incredible Hulk. Yep. Yep. Uh, they tried to make it too serious. Mm-hmm. It, you know, the Tony already needs the suit to keep his heart going. He didn't need to be getting poisoned by it as well mm-hmm. and getting into alcoholism. And we've got multiple villains. And, it's, it, you know, it was just, oh, and unresolved daddy issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just way too much shit going on when they actually got out of their own way and just got back to Iron Man, all of that stuff worked. But yeah, a uh, big step down. Big step down from the first. Well, uh, I, I think you hit the nail on the head right there, Luke. It was just, uh, you know, y- you're expecting Iron Man. I'm like, oh man, what what's going to happen? You know, how do you top Iron, you know, the first Iron Man? You know, mm-hmm. and what what's, what's going to change? What's going to make things different? And then, I mean, just seeing the previews, you're like, okay, he he's going against the guy who's got whips, and <laughs> suddenly <laughs> you can the tell they're you know in in some part of Europe because he's in you know some kind of speedway, and I'm like, uh, mm-hmm. and then it's just it it, it was just kind of like, oh, here we go, mm-hmm. and it, and it's one of those things where you you get that disappointment, and it's uh, but like you said, you know, there's all this dialogue dump that that just falls on, you know, he's got to fight somebody. He's got a mm-hmm. health issues, daddy issues, legacy issues, you know, like mm-hmm. where is he going? And it's almost like, where are we going guys? Mm-hmm. Cause we're falling downhill down the same rabbit hole we had with Hulk. Yeah. And it, it's, it was, I mean, I think honestly, and I'm just going to say it right now. Cheadle was probably the best choice to change over. Mm. Mm-hmm. See, yeah, I I really loved what Terrence Howard did with the character, mm-hmm. but Cheadle is much more in line with uh, who Rhodey is in the comics mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. So uh, I I really like that they were able to double down on him being a military man and you know really being that foil to Tony. Mm-hmm. And I think as much as the shift was really abrupt, it paid dividends later on. Yeah. Uh, oh, I mean, absolutely. so much of the stuff with Rhodey would have been massively different without that change. And, and oh, go ahead. Um, I I just want to say now, man, Iron Man 2, definitely one of the ones on my list that's lowest in Marvel movies, like, you know, in the hierarchy for me, my personal one. Uh, Just, it felt like a movie that kind of, I didn't understand how it could be both formulaic feeling, but also like, yeah, like it didn't know what kind of movie it wanted to be. Um, did it want to be this cool, like globe hopping adventure, like, or, you know, uh, a, uh, like some weird, like like, capitalist, like thriller kind of movie. Like, I don't know what it wanted to be. Um, but I mean, 
I just knew that, like, I knew for, I mean, one of the parts where, you know, like, the where Rhodey and, and, and uh, Tony are beefing, you know, like Tony's out there being like, you know, on the floor being a Tatiana and just like everybody, like everybody is just like, dude, you need to freaking calm down. They end up in that fight. And then like, I remember, uh, you know, they're repulsors. They're, they're, they blast oh, and right. they hit that's the right. middle the... thing. I remember just being in the theater and I turned to my friend. I'm like, that's how they're going to beat the bad guy. And uh, <laughs> so and then eventually that ended up happening. But the one saving grace to this movie, I will say that, um, still holds up it that's really important to the arc is uh tony's um um i don't know political terms deposition or whatever like you know when he's talking oh to it's the testimony before yeah, congress yeah, yeah. yeah testimony yeah. before congress because that is a huge piece of tony stark's arc early arc pre-avengers because he's out here being the ultimate rich bitch he's throwing up both freaking middle fingers like he is you know, he's like, you know, he's Beyonce right now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and he's feeling himself and he's literally telling the country, hey, like, fuck you. You're not going to have any of my shit. Like, but I'm going to keep you all safe and, you know, leave me the fuck alone. I'm going to do what I want, you know, and I can't hear you over all these dollar bills. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't speak broke. Like, <laughs> so it's really interesting, especially later on when you get the contrast. I think. Um, there's even in the really mm, not so good Marvel movies, there's really important little pieces that you all you can't take away. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the other thing I will say, it was an absolute waste of uh, an all time classic douchebag villain uh, mm. in Sam Rockwell. Yeah. Mm, you know, yes, you yes, know, back, yes. back before he became the white guy who learned something in films. <laughs> um, <laughs> He he was so fucking detestable. It was it was great seeing him trying so hard to be Tony mm -hmm. and right. failing. Mm -hmm. I hope they bring him Every back. time he'd be a great mm -hmm. actor to bring back and give a second. Oh, I absolutely! Like yeah, Hammer was a great villain. He was. And, and I think the only part for me that saved that was like, you better have some serious fighting. I'm like, I need mm -hmm. to see War Machine. Even mm -hmm. though it wasn't War Machine, but. I need to see this. Mm -hmm. Like, I need to see, like, because, mm -hmm. like, that whole arc to the movie, I'm like, okay, Tony's great, then he's depressed. Tony's great, then he's depressed. I'm like, mm -hmm. And then he's dealing with, it was just like, okay, we're going too many places. I'm like, I need to see Iron Man do what Iron Man does, which is just fuck up a bunch of shit real quick. Mm -hmm. And, she, yeah, exactly. yeah. Yes. and, oh, yes. oh mm -hmm. just, which was the ultimate, like, uh, uh, just, fucking like hell yeah and iron man one where he's just like blasting all these fucking missiles in this village and shit and then like now it's like let's up that let's up that energy and it's like but my dad it's just like you know and i i mean the dad stuff is super important now that we think about it but man yeah it does i didn't mind that they dealt with his alcoholism i think it'll mm -hmm. i think it would have been odd for them to do iron man and not deal with his substance abuse i just think they mm -hmm. they played it for laughs and of course it is totally yes. not it's totally not fair mm -hmm. to look at how far they come and look at look what they did with thor and his ptsd mm -hmm. look how they paid off all the stuff with their parents mm -hmm. look look how they looked into the past and even even which most people's least favorite um marvel movie is thor 2 which i don't mind mm -hmm. they still did that stuff with his mom in a yeah. really good effective oh, way man. Yeah. they yeah. Mm -hmm. They had the mold to do things. I just I don't know if they just weren't confident and they fell into like sequel itis. Mm -hmm. But I 
I pretty much agree with everybody in terms of Sam Rockwell is the biggest tragedy <laughs> of bring Iron Man Sam 2. Back. Bring, mm-hmm. Give him a redemption I'm just like you did. Like, you know what? Like, he I, needs to be Howard the Duck. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. I think oh, that no. um, Iron Man 2 suffers from having too much money and too many people in the kitchen. Mm, yes. too many um, yeah. Because mm-hmm. it was too many like, all right, we got this money. We can do anything. Mm-hmm. By the way, I'm just going to throw a bunch of shit in. And like, it's not like the things that they had in the movie didn't matter. Mm-hmm. I feel like they should have been fleshed out more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think that certain things were taken as seriously as it should have been. Uh, Mickey Rourke was a fucking catastrophe. God. Mm-hmm. I yeah. totally like to forget about Whiplash yeah. all the time. Well, so <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't really happy with the villain in Scarlett that Scarlett Johansson was in a spy thriller. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Scarlett Johansson. Mm-hmm. Her, I'm not going to lie. I liked yeah. her. I liked mm-hmm. her like beating his ass in the ring. Mm-hmm. Beating, well, she beat up Happy's ass. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. You know that was going to happen. <laughs> and like, you know, I thought that was dope and you get to kind of see what a, a badass she is. I mm-hmm. never hate on her fight choreography. Scarlett yeah. Johansson is definitely good at fight choreography mm-hmm. moving her yeah. body but her she moves her body and doesn't move her fucking face <laughs> yeah exactly I never liked her casting it's weird it's weird um, yeah. so you know you have her and then at the big you know the post credit scene of this movie oh god you see really the motherfucking hammer oh yeah Adrian Carlson yes he finds the hammer in the middle of the desert and we're like Holy that shit. was a whole. That was holy shit, man. Not so, like that one was the one that hit that Samuel Jackson walking into Tony's nah. room magic. I remember just, just it was like it, it's it's cheesy as fuck to say, but it was like electric in that theater for a second. You know, like it was. I, that's what I remember. You saw that hammer, and it was like, oh shit. Yeah, I I, I love mm-hmm. going, uh, just walking out of the theater and seeing. Who got it mm-hmm. and who had no fucking <laughs> yeah, clue what yeah, that yeah, was? Yeah. Right. I had people mm-hmm. behind me going, Oh, like that Thanos moment? Yeah. Yeah, that? it was like mm-hmm. only go for Cuban Link. Like, you were, you were a fan. Uh-huh. If you were a for real fan, exactly. you got oh, what that hammer mm-hmm. was about. And I'm like, uh, I ain't saying shit. Mm-hmm. Like, if you really want to know. <laughs> How much time do you have? <laughs> but, and, and thinking about it that way, even the bad movies still have value. Mm-hmm. Like every absolutely. Movie, mm-hmm. Even though it wasn't entertaining, they still oh, gave you something yeah, that exactly. was a piece into the puzzle. Right. Mm-hmm. And and it, it still gave us like like what we got with uh, The Incredible Hulk. Yeah, Tony coming in on the end. And you mm-hmm. still had that wraparound with with the introduction to Black Widow. And you had the introduction uh, of... Awesome. Uh, of Coulson, you know, he's he's trekkled in. He's He's... He's sprinkled. He's like yeah. The, he's he's, mm-hmm. he's sprinkled in those first mm-hmm. few. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and and you don't we don't see it. We don't recognize it. But you go through everything. I'm like, damn, this guy's in every. I think in the first <laughs> Iron Man, he was like just a, a dude in. A, he was like a dork in a suit. Yeah. And now you start to see Very. like, oh, he has some. He has like authority. He's mm-hmm. somebody here. He's come. He's not just some dorky white guy in a suit. No, <laughs> dorky white guys listening in suits. I'm just saying. He, he went from nondescript to like government badass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When, and when you see when you, uh, you when you see the hammer and it's just like don't oh. hurt him um and I'm, <laughs> and I'm just like thank thank god yes. <laughs> thank thank you all right mm-hmm. guys well that's the end of that one we're going to we're going to move on to May 6 2011 my birthday uh, whole a, a whole year almost to the date mm-hmm. after iron man 2 we mm-hmm. release thor yes thor the first thor guys this thor starred of course, Chris Hainsworth as Thor, mm-hmm. Natalie Portman, mm-hmm. uh, Tom Hiddleston. Uh, you had Idris Elba, of all people. Always mm-hmm. Idris. Uh, Kat Dennings, my crush. 
Nate Russo and Anthony motherfucking Hopkins, everybody. Mm-hmm. Sir, Sir Anthony. Sir Anthony mm-hmm. Hopkins. <laughs> motherfucking Hopkins. Mm-hmm. Guys, uh, what was your... Everybody, what was your first uh, initial reaction after you seen this movie? This was directed by <laughs> Kenneth Branagh? Yeah, the Shakespeare guy. Like, I put a question mark on that. <laughs> like... Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. that this isn't the same Kenneth Branagh. Right. <laughs> Works for me. Mm-hmm. Hey, Favreau got away with Iron Man. Let's see. Sure, why not? I'm in. Sure, let's let's roll with it. And oh, sorry. Was I? I man, I just I got to talk about this movie just real quick because this movie is so fucking underrated and it bothers me so much because it is not on paper that anywhere near probably I'd say like doing the best Marvel movies. Okay. But this movie was so important to laying down the groundwork of everything we see now in the Marvel. It, it, I feel like it's a movie that gave us the ceiling for Marvel. Absolutely. Because if this like high fantasy mm. blend with science fiction didn't stick, I don't think they would have been so hot about doing Guardians. And I think, yep. And I think the Avengers would have went a totally different, more grounded direction. Yep. We, it would have been more like Age of Ultron and more in that direction. And then Civil War probably would have been Avengers 3. We wouldn't have gotten the Infinity Stones. No, no, we wouldn't nope. have. No chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just uh, like jumping into that, like Chris Hemsworth. Um, and, you know, this movie didn't really get to, we didn't get to see what Thor would become yet. We didn't get to see his comedy chops yet and like the his timing and character. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we, to, we absolutely did though. Yeah. <laughs> another, Bring yeah. me another. Yeah, uh-huh. that, that whole bit was brilliant. Yep. They just didn't they just didn't realize what they had. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um and, and they didn't lean into it. Yep. But it was absolutely there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But oh man, this was <laughs> come on, Tom Hiddleston, like <laughs> Loki, like this was the MVP villain. Before Killmonger. Yeah. <laughs> like, this, was, this, this was the dude that held, like, yeah, before Killmonger and before Thanos, yeah, this but was the Marvel villain that that was like, yo, I'm going to put all this on my back. I'm sorry for all the dumbass shit. It's all these, uh, you know, so all these flop villains, but, you know. I got the charm. I got the smile. I got the wink. Bitches love me. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and I think that's the hardest part with with Thor. Why why it's not in the, uh, a lot of people's top five mm-hmm. is because Thor was such a a hard grasp for a lot of people mm-hmm. because they they you know here's we've heard of Iron Man, we've heard we've heard of Hulk, we've heard of Captain America, mm-hmm. but. Thor's that one that's like, oh, it's Thor. I'd hard grasp Thor. I don't know what you're talking about. But (laughs) it's it's one of those things where it's like, I I knew the premise of Thor. I knew, but the way that they went with that, Mm -hmm. I was like, holy shit. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm, okay, I I need to go back and read this stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, because it's the one comic that I feel like I didn't do its justice in reading reading up on it. Mm -hmm. Well, and talk about laying groundwork uh, for later movies. That, I think, is one of the things that is really missed with Thor, is that not only does it bring you off-world for the first time, yeah. mm-hmm. but, I mean, it sets up uh, arguably my favorite little subplot mm-hmm. uh, of the storyline, mm-hmm. the concept of being worthy to wield the hammer. Mm-hmm. And oh, that's something yeah. that you know plays mm-hmm. out continually, is going to continue to play out in, in upcoming movies. We're not getting into that. Um, and I just think that they did such a good job with all of that stuff. It, it's a workmanlike movie. 
You know, it, it's it's one where you almost have to appreciate it more just in terms of all the shit it did mm-hmm. rather than just on its mm-hmm. own mm-hmm. basis. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. structurally, it could have been tighter. Like, I went, I went back to watch it recently. I think, actually, before I saw Endgame, I watched it. Mm-hmm. And it, I was like, oh, yeah, they, they could have shaved off about 15 minutes and this and made this a much tighter story. <laughs> mm-hmm. but, so, but I, it wasn't a full-on complaint because it was still a solid movie. It still told, it was competent. It told the story. There was nothing I really disliked about it. It but, was just like, ah, you need to bring, bring that in. But uh, I also look at it as like we we get the the first snippets of like Infinity Stones. Mm-hmm. We get the first like it's it's all, like Luke said it's it's off it's off world, mm-hmm. and so we're not used to that. We're like, no no no, we're here on Earth. We're like, and you also get a your first cameo for Clint Barton. Yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah. He was up yeah, in the yeah. the, the, the bird's nest. Yeah, yeah. the hawk, baby, yep. uh, the hawk. Mm-hmm. Um. The most useless but most likable Avenger. <laughs> He's got you. It's debatable. The likable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Like Chris is <laughs> sure, sure. Chris has. I've. I've. I've seen less violent beefs. Chris against Hawkeye. I had yes. no idea. You and I remember Bangladesh. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga tried to kill or my father. Man. No, I thought Budapest. Budapest. Mm-hmm. Budapest. Yes. Yeah, I can't even do the right quote. <laughs> so, but yeah, I thought that um, I thought that was it was a movie like it's one of those things that I appreciated it later on. Mm-hmm. But you're right, I wasn't a huge fan of it. Like mm-hmm. it was okay, and I was like, this this works. I remember <laughs> when I saw it, I was like, this works. Mm-hmm. And even the post credit scene wasn't like really amazing. It was just like, oh yeah, you have the Tesseract, mm-hmm. and we should uh, keep this oh. in a box. Mm-hmm. This could be something, mm-hmm. and I was like, huh? "Thanks, guys. Uh-huh. <laughs> sure, you know." Um, mm-hmm. And even looking back on it, uh, not to be petty, but yeah, looking back on it, still not a great reveal. Like, still, yeah, yeah, still not like. Uh. However, yeah, this was the first. If I remember correctly, this was the first time I started hearing whispers. And no, no, wait, no, no. Actually, forget I said that shit. I was about to talk out the side of my neck, mm-hmm. and. Because um, it's, it's I think, the next movie, if it's what I'm thinking of. But I thought the end credit scene was when Loki mm-hmm. was dead and looking all like a zombie and talking through um, Selvig. I thought that was an end credit for Thor. Am I mis- mistaken? No, I haven't. Um, <laughs> Thor. Thor does end up in S.H.I.E.L.D. Ah, okay. yeah. yeah. Uh, and and Loki, I thought Loki died at the end of Thor 1 mm-hmm. and then ended up, oh, he isn't dead. He's talking He's into the thing. Mm-hmm. I'm, am I... Uh, Wrong movie. He he did die supposedly. Uh, he didn't do the talking through uh, Selvig thing until later. Mm. He didn't do that that uh, bit until I believe the second one. Oh, okay. okay, okay. I may I may yeah. be wrong on that though. Okay. Uh, the thing for me when when the Tesseract was revealed, mm-hmm. I thought that that was revealing something completely different when yeah. that first yep. showed up. Mm-hmm. I thought that was going to be a cosmic, cosmic cube. cube. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And and the fact that they did that swerve was another mm-hmm. just nice little nice little bit of planning on mm-hmm. their part. Mm-hmm. I thought the end of second Thor, he was pretending to be Odin. Yeah, that, that's, that's what happens at the very end of of the second Thor. Yes, right. Was this the one where we start getting multiple after credit scenes, or uh, was Thor two, or is that? I don't know. <laughs> I think that comes later on. Okay, okay. Is it mm-hmm. all right, guys? So we we leave this story, and we go to the next one, which is a pivotal one. Mm-hmm. I think um, the next one, of course, is it came out July twenty second, okay. two thousand eleven. Captain America, the first Avenger. Ah. Captain America is such a pivotal and powerful mm-hmm. role. I would say about as important, if not, well, definitely 
probably more important comic book wise than Iron Man mm-hmm. because we've all heard of Captain America prior. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And I mean, we mer- people heard of Iron Man, but mm-hmm. like Captain America was really yeah. down a lot of our throats, like mm-hmm. for real. <laughs> so uh, Captain America, uh, interesting enough, it's, it had a good cast. It stars mm-hmm. Chris Evans as Captain America, Tommy Lee Jones, Hugo Weaving, who was getting all this motherfucking money, <laughs> um, Haley Atwell, uh, you had Sebastian Stan, you had Dominic Cooper, you had Derek Luke. Yeah, Stanley Tucci. This was a fucking cast, everybody. Mm-hmm. This was a fucking cast. Um, I remember I'm gonna I'm gonna speak first. When I first heard this, I was actually a little excited about this because I like the cast and I'm a big fan of a lot of the actors in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um Chris Evans, I always felt got the shaft when it came mm-hmm. to a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Like with especially with the Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. Like, granted, no, Fantastic Four movies were fucking corny and terrible. <laughs> but at least he no was interesting. Them. He was at least he was yeah, interesting. He was always the most and I felt part. like this was his chance to redeem himself mm-hmm. as a more serious actor, Definitely. as a more powerful character. Um, I thought this movie had heart, mm-hmm. um, but it wasn't the greatest. But it was good. Mm-hmm. I my biggest disappointment in this movie. Was the underselling of Red Skull? Yes, because Red Skull for me is a huge bad, mm-hmm. and I thought that they were going to do it a little bit more justice. I so I was I was impressed with certain things in the film, um, and a, and it's another like another thing. Marvel is genius in this. If wa- rewatching it, you see where things pay off in the future. Yeah, yep. you, do. you know. So, guys, what is your uh, initial takes of Captain <laughs> America: First Avengers? I wasn't a fan. The integrated unit took me totally out of it, and I could never get back mentally into it. Mm. You don't have an integrated unit in World War II. And I recognize it's a comic movie, and you're not supposed to get into serious shit. But let's talk about what what freaking generation Captain America was from. Mm -hmm. And just pretend like America wasn't what it was back then. (laughs) We we were Mm trash. Right. And I know it's, it's such a small nitpick. Oh, the big picture is mm-hmm. I I still loved Chris Evans' casting. Mm-hmm. At that time, I kind of thought of um, Captain America as Marvel Superman. So I already kind of had a prejudice mm-hmm. against him because I'm more of a Batman fan than a Superman <laughs> fan. Oh, man. So I was oh. already Team Iron Man before he showed up. I would say in the next phase, he 100% redeemed himself. Mm-hmm. And I'm all over Chris Evans and Captain America's nuts. But I w- I'm not. He I'm is just, America's ass. He is America's, America's ass. ass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I feel like you don't even feel like you were alone on that because I think a lot of people, even after the first Avenger, weren't completely sold on Cap. I remember a lot of people still weren't really feeling him, you know? And it was really tough. I mean, this was, I mean, if one thing we can celebrate that's really important was making a Boy Scout character like complex, l- complex and yeah. likable, like, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, the, the Cap sequel definitely deepened oh, that. Yeah. But, like, um, but so we didn't quite have the fish out of water tail with Cap yet. But at the same time, like, we got to see Cap's heart, his like, what he was as a character, how he was even before he got the Super Soldier Serum was paramount to the story. Like, it was ultra important. And seeing the, um, the uh, doctor, I can't remember his name, but his selection process... And but Toby, whatever his name is, who's that? What's the that actor? He's Toby. Something. Oh it's yeah, yeah. The, the the actor is Stanley Tucci. Oh, okay. I don't remember the character's name. Mm-hmm. Then I'm thinking about the computer face dude. Oh, 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 oh Zola, oh. Zola, um, Hydra. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, seeing you know that his his transformation from 
you know, scrawny, not even able to enlist, you know, kind of, you know, figure to like the... (laughs) Honestly, the ultimate, like, Aryan super soldier, which has always been the ultimate irony of Captain America. Uh, that- <laughs> more more like the ultimate thirst trap. Uh, that <laughs> sequence with Haley Atwell having to hold herself back uh-huh. and still having to touch him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the, I always found that idea um, very ironic. And, of course, later art, um, you know, writers have f- explored that um, in comic books. But this idea that to fight you know, the Nazi war machine, we need to make this blonde-haired, blue-eyed super soldier, you know, who can punch <laughs> people harder than anyone's ever punched someone before yeah, and kill without, you know, losing a night's sleep. And somehow <laughs> never makes an off-colored racial Yeah! Person. Never makes an off-colored funky because racial Alright, so that's the one thing I kept waiting for in all, <laughs> yeah, of, um, all of the Marvel movies. Like, there's a lot of niggas out here. <laughs> And he like, didn't I say not even color to me, bro. Nothing. Like he didn't crack one. Hey, well, lady, yeah. it's really it's nice that you can read. You know. Like, <laughs> well, and even are you on the right it, end of the bus? Exactly. Like none of that. I was like, how you missed the whole civil rights era, and you just come out like culturally Super, aware, yeah. just born. I guess woke. that. Yeah, that, one of the unit. things they did when they thawed him out, they were like, "Listen, bro, before you say a fucking thing, <laughs> you gotta have a talk." Here's your debrief. <laughs> you know, Nick Fury was yeah. like, "Yo, here's your debrief." There's, there's a black president. Mm-hmm. There's a black president. Mm-hmm. Shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> like, wow. You can see and, some weird shit, and that's why I, I couldn't get on board with with Chris Evans being being Cap because, mm. like, I uh, I'm gonna go all the way back to uh, a film that he was in, which. It, really just said comedy mm-hmm. uh, was not another teen movie mm-hmm. where he's just jock and you know and mm-hmm. I'm like and then you see him in uh in other movies like uh the the human torch I'm like mm-hmm. and he's doing comic relief there and then um not this uh uh what's the movie where he's in there with El uh Idris Elba and Jeffrey Dean Morgan um uh I want to say the slack he is but, what yeah oh yeah he's he's oh. in a movie um uh oh yeah he's he ba- he's in an, it, he keeps doing the comedy comedy so yeah. it was really tough for me to grasp from like oh, sunshine before that though yes no sunshine, sunshine was a little yeah. bit before mm-hmm. um um Captain America I think or yeah. before he, Captain he did America. a great job in and that that movie is so also, dope also um Scott Pilgrim versus the World yep. yes yeah. yes yeah so but I see what you're getting at and honestly yeah. I use Chris Evans as an example when people are talking shit about Robert Pattinson and mm-hmm. Batman's like mm-hmm. well you remember the bullshit Chris Evans used to do before he's Captain America I don't remember anybody talking about it but I think mm-hmm. at that point all people could get past as far as Captain America's like he he's look he looks like a big like Aryan good looking guy <laughs> yeah, yeah. he fits that bill so that's really all we need so mm-hmm. I think that's probably why people didn't bitch too much about it mm-hmm. <laughs> so but I, no I totally get it I I really enjoyed this movie when mm-hmm. it first came out, mm-hmm. and I fucking love it now. Ah, um, yeah. It's one that absolutely holds up. Mm-hmm. Um, builds a ton of establishing things that are absolutely necessary for everything going forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, but more than anything, it handled things... Uh, it never took itself too seriously, mm-hmm. but it also did deal with some things and some nitty-gritty ground-level shit. Like, I love the sequence where he first gets his powers and is running after the dude. And, like, he can't turn because mm-hmm. he's oh, not used to yeah. being able to run <laughs> yeah, that fast. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. I, I, I love watching all of that. Uh, the, the whole sequence in that same thing where 
you know, he goes to save the little kid who gets thrown into the water. Don't worry, Cap, I can swim. Like, it just had this plucky <laughs> G shucks 1940s right. vibe that they absolutely nailed. Mm-hmm. Um, the introduction to Tony's dad uh, and, and yeah. layering in all of that from that far that, back mm-hmm. was just beautiful. Um, that was when we first saw that, really. Yeah, and, and I mean, the, the, the way they built up the stakes for him uh, thinking he's giving up uh, Sharon Carter, excuse me, uh, Peggy Carter at that mm-hmm. point, uh, all of that stuff, I think, mm. really gave some some weight to what otherwise is just a, yeah, well, I mean, fuck it. We know he's going to be a back. <laughs> you know, it, it, yeah. made, it made that moment actually matter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they did a really good job with that. Uh, compared to where they go with the character, not the best by any stretch, yeah. but... I do appreciate that they give them all like a training wheels kind of mm. sense. Like they, it yeah. wasn't just like Iron Man. Oh, I'm in the suit. Bam, <laughs> yeah. I'm a hero. Yeah. Or yep, uh-huh. I'm buff now. Yeah. Bam, I can, fi- <laughs> I can fight. So mm-hmm. I, I get that. Yeah. I like that they kind of do that. Oh, I really need to get adjusted to this before I figure out what I'm doing. And this was really like one of two movies I, I want to say like in in the phase one solo films that stand out. Iron Man and this one where you felt like, yeah, they nailed it in the first the first the begin the first one and you got that character piece you got the setup for them right. now let's see where they go in the future okay you didn't feel like they gave well, Thor a good like no problem? no I didn't, I didn't feel like no, I, I didn't, came yet I didn't either I didn't well either. and with with Cap I I thought like this was the first time where Hydra was just here's your theme it is Hydra Hydra <laughs> Hydra Hydra mm-hmm. and you got to see where where all the footprints were left mm-hmm. around kind of mm-hmm. like you see all these in the background but you're like. What? Why are we? Why are we focusing on Hydra? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that little like, subliminal. Yeah, I like Hydra that. in your ear. Yeah. You know, I like that. Um, in the post-credit scene, it's Fury approaching Rogers and proposing yeah. a mission to go on worldwide ramifications mm-hmm. in present day. Uh, so it's it's kind of like getting you ready, like he's out mm-hmm. here to on this day, you know. So um, that would prepare us for the big day. And this day will go down in infamy. Um, May 4th, 2000, motherfucking 12. Marvel's The Avengers. Shit was so fucking real. All right. Do it. All right, everybody. Marvel's Avengers. There was an idea. Yes. <laughs> Marvel's Avengers. Didn't he keep those in his locker? You shut the fuck up. You kind of do. Exactly. <laughs> so. Bitch, I'm working. <laughs> I remember asking you a goddamn thing. thing. <laughs> Say one again. Oh. Say one again. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, so this movie starts. The, this movie, uh, going down the list of uh, who's who. In the comic book uh, movies mm-hmm. beforehand, mm-hmm. this starred um, Clark Gregg. That's the only person who I really remember. No, I'm joking. Oh. <laughs> um, so, uh, it starred Robert Downey Jr. I know. Mm-hmm. Robert Downey Jr. Uh, as Iron Man. Chris Evans as Captain America. Mark Ruffalo making his premiere as the Hulk. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Hainsworth as Thor. Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow. Yep. Um, Jeremy Renner as Hawkeye. Tim Middleson returning as Loki. Greg Clark, of course, Adrian Colston, Colby Smulders. Oh, what, what was that? She, she was uh, right. Agent Hill. Yeah. She oh, was sorry. what? What was her name? Agent, Agent Hill. Elgin Hill. Yeah. Agent Hill. Mm-hmm. Um, Stalin Skarsgård. 
and also Samuel motherfucking Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie, this movie will go down for me as one of the most major events. Oh, Bonkers man. bananas. Oh god, Yo. that they assembled that many wild. people and it wasn't <laughs> this, a fucking mess. I couldn't do it. Took I couldn't a handle shit it on every other movie out there. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, like, yeah. I just was mm-hmm. like. I can die now. Mm-hmm. Like, there is nothing more awesome than this. Like, I almost came <laughs> from the trailer. Because yep. I was like, they're really doing this. Mm-hmm. They're really, like, they got my emails. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they, my God. They've been listening. Exactly. <laughs> but in your quiet moments, do you ever, like, look at that that pan around shot where all the oh, heroes are together man. and think, there's no reason this movie should be as good as it is. It's it it right? ass it fucking people mm-hmm. in this lineup. Mm-hmm. Yes. Are you serious? Why mm-hmm. is this, this movie shit was so amazing. good with a fucking bow and arrow and a fucking chick assassin? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. oh man, what were your first initial responses after seeing the movie? This is the one we've been waiting for. Let's go. Give me more, goddammit. Damn, I don't even remember. I think I blacked out. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I mean, honestly, it, it's it's everything you wanted this universe to be. Mm-hmm. It, it, it absolutely mm-hmm. paid off the promise mm-hmm. of you just, you don't need to introduce these characters at this point mm-hmm. you just get to let them bounce off each other yep and and they they knew that they got out of the way of it they didn't even have a villain they needed to introduce <laughs> you know mm-hmm. all they did was introduce you to yeah he's got an army now mm-hmm. that's that's it okay we good cool let's go quips and quips and quotes yeah yeah oh. And, Not and, since Iron Man one have we felt that so quotable energy again oh. yeah well and and it's just the whole like when when's the shit just gonna pop off? When oh. like I'm like come on man, come on. Oh, okay, now shit's coming from the sky. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh shit, they're fighting each other. I was yeah. say, and, and, and the whole line that perfectly encapsulates that we're not a team, we're a time bomb. You know. And I remember it's like a little hammy when it came up, but I was like, man, you know, it's true. Like these guys, like that was like up until the third act. I didn't even. I didn't feel like any Avenger liked another one. Like, you know yep. what I'm saying? Everybody liked Hulk. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, and like, like... Everybody <laughs> was nice to Hulk. Everybody they was were nice worried to he was going to fuck them up. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, I'm not trying to catch some big green hands, man. <laughs> I'm just not. I saw what he did to that pilot. Fuck no. Well, and that's something that I've always really liked about the Avengers. Mm-hmm. You know, Justice League on the DC side uh the Fantastic Four and the Marvel Comics, mm-hmm. they're the competent ones. Yeah. The Avengers are really not. And, and something that <laughs> they... Ragtag group of idiots. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> Island of Misfit Toys. And something mm-hmm. they've absolutely hit on in, in the later movies is this concept of, no, the, they they are purely a reactive group. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And the fact that this came together, it had to get this fucked up for them to finally put shit aside. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they did a really great job with that. So good, I, like you. Just, uh, the 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 scale, the epicness, like this from like from the jump, just in you know cre- intro credits, the scene with you know freaking um um Loki tearing through shield agents, and just really that whole sequence in the beginning that just got you pumped. That energy where you're just like, holy shit. I cannot fucking wait for this ride. Like, I'm already, like, glued to my seat. And, like, you know, you had a director like Joss Whedon, who known, you know, before this in, you know, really close-knit, like, you know, uh, nerd circles for being excellent at... Firefly guy. Yeah, exactly. Being excellent at 
ensemble pieces with really fun character moments and dialogue and seeing like even just the beginning like no one had you know it's weird i like i, I like even um um uh um agent um, agent fury i'm yeah. sorry even his lines even samuel jackson's lines were probably the most fun that they've ever been in that movie you know what i'm saying the dialogue was just snappy it it absolutely was unapologetic about this is goofy shit, mm-hmm. and you love it. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I am Loki, and I am burdened with glorious purpose. Yep, that's yep. what you get right out the fucking gate. Uh-huh. This is the level this is going yep. to be at, <laughs> and it's always great because everybody takes it seriously. Mm-hmm. He's stalling. He needs to yep. bury his life. Yeah, barrels of old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. God, so good, oh, so just, good. The and just just the. Um, just the arc of just watching I'm like where are we going okay 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 like it's mm-hmm. it's like you're like you didn't want to turn away you didn't want to blink cuz mm-hmm. like you didn't want to miss anything i this is the one time out of all the out of all these movies that uh, of of that set the precedent you get you get the group of uh i guess we could call it the group of six mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. it's the original the big six and and just seeing him like, how is this gonna collab? Oh shit! Mm-hmm. And it's just, and it's like an oh shit moment over and over and over again. Constant. I did yeah. not see anything coming after this. I was just like, this yeah. is just it. Yeah. It, was, it was one of the first big films where I wasn't looking forward to anything but that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, there are so many quotables like, well, you have to get angry. It's like, no. Here's, that's the thing. I'm always is angry. Like, yep. You still quote that yeah. shit. Yep. I quote that shit to my kids all the time. No <laughs> Shakespeare in the park. Yeah, no hard feelings. Point break. But point break. You got to mean. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, so know you wear <laughs> yes. <laughs> so <laughs> then when Point Break comes up and ragging around, yes. you yourself yes. laughing. Oh, yes. That shit was hysterical. Yes. So I thought that was awesome. And also Swarma. Swarma sales probably went up. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and then mm-hmm. also noticing, like, the shit storm that literally was the um, the final battle. Yeah. You know, yeah. I thought oh, that the was... the Phantom mm-hmm. Menace drop? Yeah, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> everything was so dope mm-hmm. um, and so epic in that movie. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, it really did pay off with the weight. Yeah. You know, like, you know how they build something up and it's like, uh, mm-hmm. no, this like- this... Was the height exceeded? Who the fuck is this like, purple dude? I heard people yeah. behind me going, "That's dark oh. side." You, you dumb bitch. That's DC. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was like, "Y'all fucking up." And oh, oh yeah, I'm about to say, in the infamous post credit scene where we see our first version of you Grimace. know Thanos, yeah, Daddy Thanos, Young Thanos, mm-hmm. Young Thanos, as yeah. they call him. Yeah. In the trap. They, they call him in the trap. Bruh, yes. Like, oh my gosh, like Mister Half Off. Even just before, <laughs> even. <laughs> Even just before all that, like cutting back to the, you know, those first moments where, you know, the Avengers, especially like on the helicarrier and stuff, where you're first really getting to see those, these Avengers meet up um, and you're expecting like, oh, you know, lesser writer in a lesser writer's hands, it would have been like, oh, this is our mission. A few handshakes. Oh, you know, and we're going to blow shit up (laughs) together. But no, like shit's popping off and it's popping off all wrong. Fucking, you know, Cap is like in Tony's face and is like, yo, I knew your father and you're not even half the man he was. Like, bitch, fuck fuck you. I don't give a fuck who you know. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. 
I don't know. Like all these strong ass people whose mm-hmm. individual movies I've seen up to this point and they're fighting and I don't know who to root for. Exactly. I don't know who's going to win. They mm-hmm. all have their point and it's all these egos and strength and testosterone mm-hmm. and it's like, you know you don't trust the Samuel Jackson, that black man. <laughs> so, like, so Over shit. there in the shadow. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm, I'm going to watch this train wreck. Yeah. <laughs> just sit there with a bag of popcorn. Did you just bring us all together so we kill each other? Is that like the... <laughs> what are you without the suit? Genius, billionaire, playboy, philanthropist? Come on, that I mean, line. Bruh. Bruh. Oh. That is... <laughs> That's some like Jay Z the Carter shit. Like that's some like what like another another line that I thought that was great from that movie. Like I said, Marvel does a great job at doing Mm -hmm. payoffs, and it makes you look at every single movie. Yeah, in a way. And when when um, Captain America was like, "Yo, you're not willing to put it on the line for the team." Mm -hmm. That shit. Looking One of back the on most it is resonating lines in Marvel history. That line is so important. You remember when he says it. Mm Hmm. And when but, you see where it went, like yep, I mean, yeah. at exactly. the end, even in just this, yeah, yeah. yeah where that line went, and I was like, "God damn, these motherfuckers are geniuses." Not dry mm-hmm. That payoff, yep. that payoff is amazing. Yo. All right, guys, we are done with this one. Um, all right, so before we leave, there's a couple things I have to ask each and every one of you. All right, now that we reviewed <laughs> Phase One, right? Mm-hmm. Um, best movie in Phase One. Go. Avengers, don't be stupid. <laughs> uh, and I definitely got to say mine is Avengers. For the longest time, that was my favorite comic book movie uh, until some of the stuff we got later. And yeah, man, <laughs> that's when, you know, Tony went from, you know, Beyonce to a little bit of Tupac, a splash of Tupac in there, man. You can't beat that. Still my top number one movie out of all the Avengers movies, uh, out of all of Marvel's movies. Wow. Avengers. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Including including what we've seen now with Endgame and Ooh, this is gonna Okay. Nope. Nope. That's, that's a hot it's gonna be team. interesting. Go on, go on. I gotta Iron Man, fight me. No, uh, hey, oh, no I can't. I gotta make that's oh, a good shit. One. Chase my mind, chase my mind. <laughs> <Iron> Man. Uh, <laughs> absolutely respect that. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, it's just I hard to that. Come on, man. That's I, that, man. I that am is... Iron Man. That is dope. That is dope. Shit. Well, we're going to continue on this, guys. So the next time, um, it's going to be the same crew, uh, same bad channel. We're going to actually go into um, phase two, which is actually, I feel like it's a controversial mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. phase on that mm-hmm. one. So we're going to discuss phase two next. A lot more to work through. We're going to try and move through those a little bit faster. But um, we had to give phase one the, the work, yeah. the worth, the weight that it deserved because it's the one that kicked off everything guys uh, thank you all for listening this is Chris Blunt from Chris Talks um, I'd like to thank my panel Luke Amundsen Andre Hill Tanya Russ Coffee, and we are all we are all grateful that you all listen to us be good to your people bro peace Bye. thanks for having me oh, man. Was... in credit scene